What's good, y'all? This is King David. I'm beyond excited to do my first of many podcasts with you guys. But before I continue to introduce myself, I want all of you guys to make sure that you have a pen, paper, notebook, or whatever you need to take notes, because I really want you guys to write everything that I'm saying down so you can go home and study and apply these concepts to your own life. As I continue to introduce myself, a question that I often get about my name, King David, is where I got it from. It's actually a nickname that was given to me from my family at a young age, a name that I really fell in love with from the start because I felt like there's so much power in the word king and it gives me a sense that I was made for a special reason. And it's also a daily reminder to myself how to be strong, courageous, confident, while also being a positive, inspirational example for everyone watching me. Speaking of everyone that are watching me and following me, I love and appreciate all the love and support you guys have given me over the years. And if you just started to follow me and keep up with my life, I appreciate you taking the time out of your life to get to know me and what I'm doing. Your support gives me a lot of joy because it lets me know that I'm on the right track, helping and impacting lives around the world in a positive way. And that's exactly what I was born to do. I feel like God put me in a position to do what I'm doing now. And I first have to give him all the honor and the glory for choosing me. He could have chosen anyone else in the world to talk to you guys right now, but he chose me. And that gives me a lot of gratitude. So I'm definitely thankful to him for that. And that's why I work so hard to give you guys as much content, motivation, inspiration that I am able, able to give you guys. And that's why I'm starting this podcast. There are so many great things that I've learned throughout my life that you guys all need to hear. And the things that I'm going to be talking about during these podcasts will challenge you mentally and is going to put your life in a perspective that you've never had before. I'm going to be opening up my life as well and my mind to you guys about all the things that I've been through in my life. And we're going to be talking about a lot of things ranging from sports and fitness to real deal life issues. The issues that are happening on your team, in the gym, in your household, workplace, school and life in general. We're going to be talking about a lot of things that people are also scared to talk about, such as depression, suicidal thoughts, mental health issues. This podcast is going to be really life-changing. It's going to be breaking mental barriers. It's going to be breaking off the chains that are keeping our mental thoughts in bondage. It's definitely going to bless your life, and I'm excited to go on this journey with you. And a big to topic that you're going to hear me talk about a lot is the struggle and the pain that we go through as human beings, the full process of life and learning how to trust and love that process, regardless of the circumstances that you are going through. And it's tough to say that because there's going to be a lot of uncertain things that will happen to us in our lives, like loved ones dying and getting sick or going through a heartbreak. Or regardless of the situation that could arise, we will go through so many tough times that will hurt us to our souls and challenge us mentally, emotionally and spiritually and even physically. But it's something that we will do together. And I know a lot of people think that when they go through pain and struggles, they think that they are the only ones that are going through it, which is far from the truth. Every living person on this planet has been through or will continue to go to, through some type of mental, physical, emotional, or spiritual distress, and no one is excluded from that. And it's my job to help athletes around the world to build up an a solid foundation of emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual health. Now let's shift this conversation to the year 2020 that we're having right now. It's a crazy year. It's been quite the year. Going into, into 2020, I felt like this year was going to be different than any other year. To me, it honestly felt like 
the vibe going into 2020 was so positive and enlightening for me personally, something clicked in my brain and it gave me a sense of confidence and peace that I knew I was going to be greater and successful. I knew I was going to take the next step of my destiny and there was no fear and no doubt in my mind. And that was my main model going into 2020 and it still is today. The year of no fear, no doubt, fully chasing all my dreams and goals and the vision that God has given me. It was the time of relationship building with God and with also my supporters, like all the people following me and keeping up with me, taking the next step of my destiny. And I also wanted to take the next step as an entrepreneur, going through the trials and errors, wins and losses of being a business owner and all the things that I've done since 2018 from all the suffering and to, from all the, the great things that I've done all that stuff is going to come together and take me to the next level. And it's something that I feel very strongly and deeply in my soul. The foundation that I've built with God, the great things that were starting to happen in 2019 with my career and my clothing line wired with greatness and my social media following, everything together gave me a, a type of confidence that couldn't be wavered. Everything was going in the right direction. It still is. And then on January 26th, the whole world changed in an instant. The tragic death of Kobe Bryant shook the world. It shook me. It's something that's still hard to believe. But the craziest thing to me was the timing of when it happened. Let me take you into the, the mind of King David the night before it happened. That night, I was literally watching this YouTube podcast called All the Smoke with Kobe Bryant as the guest. That same night, LeBron James passed Kobe on the all-time scoring list, and then not even 24 hours later, he dies. I was so confused and shocked. Like, what? Like, what the hell? How the hell? Why is this happening? Or why did it happen? It was just hard to believe how he died, and then his daughter dying with him made it even hurt my heart even more. And all I can do is really cry and pray and just ask God for understanding, trying to wrap my mind around what the hell was going on. And then not even 24 hours after Kobe died, my auntie Tish died. So I'm really like, what the F is going on right now? It was just a mind blowing 24 hours. And to fast forward to a few months later, this dang coronavirus taking over the world, coming out of nowhere. And then finding out that my mother is infected with it was even more surreal. She's doing great, by the way. Um, I just talked to her yesterday and she was telling me how great she's feeling and stuff like that and how her symptoms are starting to go away. She still has a cough and some sinus issues, but it could be a lot worse. And I'm thankful for the position that she's in. She could be dead, one, and she could be in the hospital fighting for her life, but she's not. She's at home. She's doing great. My stepdad is doing a great job taking care of her. So shout out to Mr. D. I love you. Um, and I've also been trying to do my part and, you know, keeping her immune system high and keeping it healthy and making sure she's eating and consuming the right, you know, fruits and vegetables and all the right nutrition for her to continue to get stronger. And but throughout this whole entire crazy year, I've never not once had a sense of panic. Because I knew that God was using all these discomforting events to build my character and my mental strength. I definitely cried some tears, but I never panicked. And that's how you got to take life at times. You just got to take your lumps that life gives you and just use them to make you stronger because through it all, you have two choices. You can either quit and give up or you can get up and keep moving forward, moving forward with conviction, 
It's okay to feel sad about life, but it's not okay to remain in sadness to the point to it bringing you into a depressed state of mind. And that's the mistake that I made in the past, letting my own inward feelings and thoughts take me into a depression to the point to where suicidal thoughts flash across the screen. And it's even crazy to think about how the, how the hell something like that could ever get into my head, especially since I love life and there are so many great things that I love about life. But honestly, after going through everything that I've been through, I learned that it wasn't life that took me into that state of mind. It was my it was my own thinking. I was in bondage to my own thoughts for so many years and it finally caught up to me being an overthinker and creating things in my head that weren't true or didn't even happen. I was projecting what people might think of me or what they might say if I really wanted to do, if I really did everything that I wanted to do in life. And that was the stupidest thing that I could have done, worrying about somebody else's opinion about my life. I was allowing fear and insecurities to control my mind. And after going through life for now 29 years, which is crazy to say, definitely blessed to be 29, I've never understood the importance of having great mental health and great mental strength until now. And I feel like it's the ultimate possession that everyone needs to chase after. For so many years, I, along with the rest of the world, put materialistic possessions on so much of a pedestal that it distracts us from what really and truly matters in life. Like inner happiness, inner peace, and mental stability. Things that uplift your spirits and the spirits of everyone connected to you. Going through depression put my life in a totally different perspective and it instantly changed my life forever. And as crazy as it sounds, depression was just the spark that I needed to go on the right path of my destiny. It's not something that I personally would have chosen to impact my life, but it's something that God allowed because he knew it would work. There's some type of anointing that only comes out of you when there's pressure applied that you wouldn't get from anywhere else. God will allow certain things to happen in your life to get you out of your comfort zone and to get you moving in the right direction. He'll use the craziest things to not only get your attention, but to make you more aware of what's really important in life. Life is bigger than your selfish feelings. Life is bigger than just one person. Life is about how you can make a positive impact on the people around you by using your craziest life experiences to do it. For example, I remember the first person that I told about me going through depression and having suicidal thoughts. I was having a motivational talk like I always do with people. And at the time, I was already living a better lifestyle and I had already been working on my mental strength and positive thinking for months and months. So I was beyond excited to tell them. But at the same time, I was still a little bit nervous deep down inside. But I just kept hearing God tell me, you know, tell them, tell them, open up open up your heart, open up your mind. So I did. And come to find out that same person went through depression and suicidal thoughts in their life, just like I did. And I was completely shocked. Like you went through that too. And he was like, yeah, bro. Like I never had the confidence to tell anyone that whole situation until you told me your story. And I was like, oh, okay. Now I'm starting to realize why God allowed me to go through that. Me going through depression and suicidal thoughts had nothing to do with me personally. It was all for a bigger purpose in life. It was for me to help his people, the people who needed that type of comforting that they wouldn't get from anyone else. And it immediately humbled me. Sometimes we get so wrapped up in our own personal problems that we forget that there are other people on this earth that are going through similar things or going through even worse things than we are. And that moment made me not to ever wish 
to be anyone else or have anybody else's life because you never know what people have to deal with in order for them to be who they are. So I just started praying and thanking God for what I've been through, no matter how challenging it gets sometimes, it could always be worse. Now I want you to think to yourself, what have you been through in your life that you never told anyone else that could potentially help them with whatever they're going through? What if you open up and spoke your true feelings to someone? Now, I'm not suggesting that you just go to any random person and just tell them your life story, but I definitely suggest that you step out of your comfort zone and be real and honest with someone. And it doesn't always mean a family member or a best friend, because to be completely honest with you, there are certain family members and friends that I personally won't ever tell certain things to. There's just some people that you just can't trust with certain things, and that's okay. But you have to know who you can approach and who you can't approach. And don't use that as an excuse to not speak to anyone. But to be honest with you, the one that you need to discuss all your issues with is God. He already knows everything that you've been through. So why not talk to someone who has all the information already? And another person that you need to discuss your issues with is yourself. You have to learn how to have honest conversations with yourself and real deal life talks with yourself about certain things that happened to you in your past and that's currently happening now. Because if you don't find the confidence and the strength and the courage to face your fears and to face yourself and to face the things that haunt you, they're going to continue to haunt you forever. Sometimes you just have to look in the mirror and tell yourself to shut up and stop running. Tell yourself to stop being scared of something that is no longer happening. Or you're going to be fearful your whole entire life. Don't be scared and fearful of something that hasn't happened yet or that happened in the past. If you think about it, it's crazy how you can allow something that happened 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years ago to continue to affect you in a negative way. When will you have enough? When will you find the courage and the strength to stand up against yourself? When are you going to start changing the way you think? When are you going to fight back using love and positivity? When are you going to get yourself out of your own misery and create a better life for yourself? The same way you created that misery with negative thinking, God has given you the power to change your mind by filling it with love and positivity. You're strong enough to do it. You just have to believe in yourself. God didn't give us the spirit of fear. God gave us the spirit of courage, love, and confidence. He made you in his own image. Think about that for a second. God made you perfectly the way he wanted you to be. But something that we've all done wrong is that we allow that person to get lost in this crazy world. We let the world shape us in a destructive way that separated us from the person that we were truly meant to be. And it's time for us to get our life back. Someone once told me that the life that was given to us is a gift from God and our gift to God is living our life right in a manner that will make him proud. I want you to think for a moment about these questions I'm about to ask you. And I'm going to ask you guys a lot of questions throughout this whole entire podcast. So I want you guys to make sure you're keeping up and you write everything down. What are your daily habits that you know for a fact God doesn't approve of? What are your daily habits that are preventing you from achieving your own greatness? Do your daily habits line up with your dreams and goals? What do you need to change and do differently? What's something that you've always wanted to do, whether it's a business idea, moving into a different state? What's something that you've always wanted to do, but you never had the courage to do? 
Are you allowing fear to control your mind? Are you allowing fear to control your actions? Are you allowing fear to control your life? These are the type of questions that you need to ask yourself daily. This is the type of conversation that you need to have with yourself in order to keep your mind and your life in order. But the only way you will change is by being 100% honest with yourself and then lining up your life with your dreams, goals, and aspirations. You know what? Let's talk about self-talk. Let's talk about how important positive self-talk is. Think about this. You're the only person that you are going to hear every single day for the rest of your life. And I'll repeat that. You are the only person that you're going to hear every single day for the rest of your life. Ain't that crazy to think about? The fact that you are hearing your own voice and your own thoughts every single day for the rest of your life? How do you speak to yourself? Are you a negative person or a positive person? Do you like the way you think and speak to yourself? Why do you speak to yourself the way you do? Are you allowing the words of someone else to impact you in the way that you think and speak to yourself? How long are you going to allow someone else's opinion of you to determine who you are? Let me tell you something very clearly. Everyone's opinion about your life are irrelevant. The opinions don't matter. Some people might have the best interest for you, such as your parents and family members, but even they sometimes have selfish reasons for what they say. Most people will tell you what they think you should do with your life and how you should do it, not because it's the best thing for you, but it's the best thing that they think is for you. The issue with that is no one knows what's truly best for you but you and God. Now, don't get me wrong. It's definitely okay to talk to people about your life because they can give you a different perspective that you probably never would have noticed before. But in the end, don't let them make the decision for you. For example, I have many athletes that have asked me, what college should I go to? And every single time I try my best to be very careful with the advice that I give them. And the reason for that is I don't want to tell someone to go to a school that they're not 100% sold on. Because if they just so happen to go and they hate it or something bad happens, I don't want them to blame me for telling them to go to that school. So whenever someone asks me about a life impacting decision like that, I'll always tell them to make a pros and a cons list. And it's something that works for me. It might sound cliche, but it works. I promise you it works. Then I tell them to make the best decision for themselves and not for anyone else. Because trying to figure out what college you are going to, you're basically figuring out where you're going to be starting the rest of your life at. Because that's what college is. It builds the foundation of who you are as a person. So you should never take that decision lightly and just go to a school because someone wants you to go to that school or because that's where your family went and you have a whole lot of family history at that school. Or a few of your friends are going to that school, so you want to join them and go to that school. Those are all the wrong reasons on why you should pick a school. And if you're an athlete, it makes that decision that much tougher. Because not only do you have to figure out which college academically, socially, is going to help you build a strong life foundation, but you also have to make a decision on what school best suits your athletic ability. What school is going to put you in a better position to excel in athletics and potentially prepare you to go to the next level of that sport, which is a professional level? So not only will you have to meet with advisors, but you also have to meet coaching staff, strength and conditioning staff, the medical staff. All these people are going to be impacting your life for the future. That's why it's important as an athlete when you do go on a college visit 
to make sure you are asking a lot of questions, both academically, socially, and athletically. And don't just talk to the adults about it. Ask these questions that you, and concerns that you have with the other athletes that are going there, the athletes that you're going to be building relationships with. Tell them to be real with you. If I was an athlete going on a college visit right now, these are the 10 questions that I would ask. Write these down. Question number one, how can you prepare me to be a better person in life outside of sports? Because one thing that you guys all need to realize is that sports is not forever. So the college that you go to needs to help you become a better person. Question number two, how can you prepare me to be a better athlete and teammate inside my sport? Question number three, what's your injury protocol? What is the process that you take when someone is rehabbing an injury or gets a new injury? Question number four, what type of stuff do they do to prevent injuries? Injury prevention is key because if you're not on the field, on the court, or on the track, then you're not going to be able to perform the way you know that you can. The best ability is availability. So how are they going to keep you healthy? Question number five, how are the strength and conditioning workouts ran? Question number six, what's the logic behind their lifting program? Because not every lifting program will benefit every athlete the same, especially if you don't have the proper mobility and flexibility. Having limited range of motion in certain extremities will decrease the benefits of all the power and strength exercises because you can't do them correctly. Question number seven. Do you guys have a nutritionist that can help me with my eating habits and improve my physical health? Having good nutrition is very important for athletes because it helps you perform to your optimum level. And if the college doesn't provide a nutritionist, then you need to potentially get your own. And you should definitely learn how to cook before you go to college because you will be by yourself. Even if you are in a dorm, you don't have access to a stove and an oven. At least you will know what to eat and what not to eat. Question number eight. What programs do you have to help me with mental health issues? Because you're going to be battling schoolwork, daily workouts. Sometimes most sports have two workouts a day and some people work. So are you going to be able to balance all of that mentally? And if not, then you should know where you can go to get help. Question number nine, what's your protocol for an athlete having family struggles and a family death? Question number 10, how far are you willing to help an athlete with personal issues that they struggle with outside of sports? These are all the questions that will help you make the best life decision and the best business decision as you can. And yes, I said business decision because that's how you have to treat your life. Whenever a situation arises and a decision needs to be made, especially a social situation, you need to stop and think to yourself, hmm, how is this going to benefit my future? Is this going to put my scholarship in jeopardy? Is this going to put my mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health in jeopardy? Is this going to compromise my own morals and ethics? Because we all know how social pressure can compromise a lot of stuff that we stand for. a matter of fact, let's talk about social life. What most people fail to realize about their social life is you will become who you surround yourself with. The same bad habits that your friends have will or already have rubbed off on you. Have you ever caught yourself doing something or saying something that your friend does or say? Have you ever done or said anything that you know was wrong, but you did it anyways because your friends are doing it? Let me ask you this. Do any of your close friends have a vision for their life? 
Do your friends have positive dreams and aspirations for making a better life for themselves and their families? Do your friends motivate you to be better? Here's a better question. Do you motivate your friends to do better? Can your friends look at your life and feel inspired to live a better lifestyle? When's the last time you and your circle of friends actually got together and had a real-life conversation about improving your lives? If your so-called friends and supporters don't benefit your life in a way that progresses you to the next level of your destiny, then why are they around? Why are you allowing toxic people to influence you in a way that separates you from your dreams and your goals? You got to learn how to separate yourself from anyone and anything that is holding you back and preventing you from moving forward in life. And that includes family members and best friends. It is not an easy thing to do because you have a lot of love and respect for them. But there's someone else that's a little more important that needs your full attention. And that person is you. You owe it to yourself to chase after all your dreams and all your goals. And if those people really love and support you like you think they do, then they'll understand what you're doing. And if they don't understand you and they get upset, that should tell you that they're not really your friends and they're not really for you to begin with. And it shows you that misery really does love company. That's why it's super important for you to control your environment. It's super important for you to know who is for you and who is not for you. And you have to quickly distinguish between the two because if you don't, it will burn you. There are so many friends that people have that are always around for the celebrations, but they are never around during your pain and your suffering. Those are the people that you need to stay away from. You don't need people around you when the money is right and when you're doing good. You need the type of people that can withstand a hurricane with you. People that have your back when you're broke and you have nothing. But most people are not loyal enough these days to do that. They'll disappear the moment pressure is applied. So don't live your life for the crowd because the crowd will always fade away. I promise you this. The moment you start to remove toxic people from your life, They'll start thinking, oh, you think you're better than me. You need me in order to be successful, which is laughable because if they think for one moment that they hold your anointing and that they hold your future in their hands, they're sadly mistaken because they don't know what you've been through. They don't know how hard you have to fight to be where you're at. You've been through way too much to give up just because you lost a crowd of people. What you all need to understand is you don't need a lot of followers and a lot of supporters to live the life that you are truly meant to live. As long as you have God by your side, regardless of what's going on in your life, nothing will be able to stop you from achieving your greatness. But what you do need to understand is that on the path to your dreams, you are going to go through hell. And majority of the time, you will be alone facing your own struggles. And during that time, you will either discover that you're a dog and you're going to do whatever it takes to get out. Or you're going to find out you're a coward and you back down from every pressure situation. Let me ask you a few more questions. Write this down. How committed are you to your dreams and your goals when the crowd goes away and you are left alone? How committed are you when the storms start to arise and things start going wrong? Because things will always go wrong. How committed are you in the moment of adversity? For me personally, I've been through way too much to stop now. I got to keep present for no matter the circumstances. You have to nail that into your head and keep climbing that mountain. You got to resist the temptation of giving up. You got to go get it regardless of who's with you and who supports you. You got to have that dog mentality that refuses to lose and that refuses to give up. You got to awaken that killer beast from within you. You got to tap into that greatness that is wired inside of you. Keyword, wired. But how bad do you want it? What do you need to do to make it happen? 
No one knows but you. You just got to be honest with yourself and then put it into action. And then when you do what you do, don't do it for the crowd. Do it for God, the one who blesses you, the one who gave you your gifts and your talents. And after God, do it for yourself. Do it for the little kid in you that had all those crazy dreams and aspirations. After all the crazy things you've been through in your life, you deserve to have a life full of greatness and success. You just got to put in the work and make it come true. The power is within you. And as I bring this first podcast to an end, I want you to sit and really think about everything that I've discussed with you today. And if there's anything that I want you to take out of this podcast is this. Always put God first and have the self-awareness to know who you are and what needs to be done. Make smart decisions and believe in yourself. Always believe in yourself. And I also want you to listen to this podcast over and over and over again because oftentimes when we hear something one time, we don't always catch everything that we really needed to hear. So listen to this podcast continuously until that fire sparks deep within yourself. It has been a pleasure and an honor to speak with you guys, and I love and appreciate every single last one of you guys for taking the time out of your life to listen to me. But there's one more thing that I want you guys to always remember. Greatness isn't something that the world can give you. Greatness was wired inside of you the moment that God created you, and it's a precious gift that should never be wasted. Use it for good and use it to bless someone else. Have a blessed day, and I love you guys.